The Marine and the Hippie is a weekly conversation about current events aimed at presenting alternative viewpoints while looking for common ground. We are the Marine and the Hippie. Welcome back to the Marine and the Hippie. This is season number two, dialogue number five. I am the Hippie, and today we're going to be talking about why we killed the librarian. What? Why we killed the librarian. Yes, folks, today we're talking about why we seem to take the jobs that are most important and throw them in the trash and only value jobs that, well, I'm not sure are not important, but jobs that only generate revenue. Here is my theory. For over 2,500 years, we have had librarians, and their role in society and their role for us humans has been to help us decipher the code between what? Fact and fiction, truth and lies, fiction and nonfiction section for you people who are fans of the library. And if you are not a fan, well, let me explain to you what it is. Fiction is stories, nonfiction is facts. So you go to Encyclopedia Britannica, and that is. In nonfiction. You go to Shakespeare, it's in fiction. If you're looking for a biography on Shakespeare, depending on how it's written, it could be actually in either or. So today and over the last couple weeks, there's been a guy, a man, another podcaster, just like Doc and I, who's been in the media. And he's been in the media because he has been caught doing what? Well, kind of not telling the truth. And that person's name is Joe Rogan. He's been caught not telling the truth about, well, certain things that should be fact or fiction, should be labeled. So the idea is today the library is not the center of society like it used to be because libraries used to be the community center. Everyone used to read books because, well, there wasn't TV or radio. So people enjoyed books more often because, well, the books were a place to go to get your entertainment. And some people were entertained by fact, and some people were entertained by fiction. But today, things have changed. Now we all watch Netflix, listen to Spotify, go to the movies, watch Marvel 92, and continue kind of having our information fed to us. But that information that is being fed to us, some of it should be labeled for entertainment purposes only, and that is what we're talking about today. Should there be labels on Facebook, on Spotify, on Instagram, on the Marine and the Hippie saying for entertainment purposes only because really what we are selling is bullshit? Well, let me take a step back for just a second here. Uh, when we're talking about librarians, librarian is a, is a profession, okay? Being a librarian is actually a profession. Uh, I was a student librarian assistant, I guess you might call, back when I was an undergrad. And let me tell you about all the very specific type of technical knowledge you need to know. You need to know how to uh, organize books according to a very, very specific uh, organization structure. You need to learn how to catalog books. You need to learn how to pull books out that are outdated or books that are being retired from the library's circulation. You need to know how to put stuff into circulation. And that's not even talking about research libraries where you actually have to catalog countless pages of people's archives and and historical documents and and some libraries have uh collections of artifacts that they uh put on display to allow people to uh do reference work with artifacts in the, in their library i mean a librarian is a person who not only uh provides a a classification or a storage uh, and retrieval system for information and data, but they're the person that basically lets you know where all of this knowledge is in a vast 
you know catalog uh, of stuff. And the problem we get in with uh, with many of the professions uh, is the same problem the librarians are facing today. In that there's a lot of people in this country that think that being a professional doesn't really mean anything. Now let me give you an example. So I'm a six foot tall dude. I, I weigh probably. You know, if I'm being generous to myself, 250 pounds. I mean, that's on a on a skinny day. So you can get kind of an idea how, about the figure that I have. A professional basketball player can make something like 38 points in a in a regular basketball game or something like that, some crazy amount like that. I can't make 38 points on my best day ever. Now, if you were to put me in that position as a professional basketball player, I would fail the team. If you put me in the position as a CEO of a corporation, I would run that company into the ground because I don't know how to do the the work that a CEO knows how to work. They, they've you know gone for years and they've worked in the company for years and they know all of the magical CEO stuff to make uh, a company run. My profession is political theory. I happen to know political theory and political philosophy. I'm every bit of, as much of a specialist in political theory and political philosophy as any CEO is a specialist in running their company. They're not interchangeable. A brain surgeon is not interchangeable with a professional basketball player. Just because both of them are professionals, that doesn't mean they could either they could do each other's profession. Uh, if you put you know Kyrie Irving in to do brain surgery, guarantee it 100% out of 100% of the time that patient is going to die. If you put a brain surgeon, no matter how smart he is or what kind of great school he went to, in to go shoot free throws in the clutch. Uh, at an at NBA playoff game, that team that he's shooting free throws for is going to lose, guaranteed, because they have different skills in different professions. And the idea that we can just interchange just any generic person with any profession is what is, I think is causing a deleterious effect in our society uh, right now. For example, the average person who might be a professional trucker thinks that he has the right and the skills and the knowledge to make uh, an intelligent comment about public policy, which I think is absolutely ludicrous. I don't think he has those skills. He doesn't have any of the training. What in the world is he offering his opinion about political philosophy for? I can't operate an 18-wheeler. He shouldn't be able to make comment about the government. I'm going to leave it at that. Maybe we can go to break right now, and then we'll come back with more Marine and the Hippie. You're listening to Marine and the Hippie, dialogue number five, Killing the Librarian. We'll be right back. Broke into a, spe- a, spe- a special forces compound in California and attacked two special forces men, cutting them, and they ran into an office and called the police. Ninja 2, special forces zero. Yeah, $900 billion because right. two special forces guys who can't beat the shit out of a ninja and have to, who have to lock themselves in an office. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, that's that's it. You are listening to Green and the Hippie. <laughs> Do it. It's done, man. It's already in my it's head. Done. Hey everybody, you're listening to Marine and the Hippie, dialogue number five, killing the librarian, and we are killing librarians and all their professionals in, in all over the world today. Well, Doc, you brought up two really good points. Number one, interchangeable. Yeah, we're not interchangeable. You know, every. Shakespeare talked about it. All the world's a sage, all men and women merely players. We need every role and everyone needs to be a profession in their role. So Doc's example of the basketball player and the surgeon stands. Right now, in my role that I am in at this exact moment, I am the hippie. I am what? 
at base, I'm an entertainer. I'm trying to get you, the listener, to have some fun, to think about some good, some ideas. But really, I am an entertainer. I'm, I have value. I have an education. I have all these things behind me. But am I saying that what I'm selling is the absolute truth that it should be filed into the section called nonfiction next to the Encyclopedia Britannica? Hell no. Cause it's not the truth. It's my truth. It's my right. It's my real. And some of it is probably true. But you don't think that what you're telling right now is generally the truth? I mean, we do have an obligation, I'm sure you'll agree, to tell our audience the truth, to represent that we're telling the truth, generally speaking, even though it might be our take on the truth. We, you know, it's, it's not like we're out there actively deceiving them. We are not out there actively deceiving them. I agree with you. But now let me go to the other point I was going to make, which is Ben Franklin and John Dewey. Um, I think when I was growing up, I sort of just imagined or when I was thinking about library this week and I was like writing in my book, writing a book and I was like, huh, library, I'm going to think about this idea for a bit. And I went down to my background knowledge of what is a library. I thought that it was like invented by Ben Franklin and John Dewey. It turns out that it wasn't. It's been around for, again, like 2,500 years. So the librarian should be a pillar of society. They should be somebody who is there helping us decipher the code of what is fact and what is fiction. So what is truth and what is lies? So yeah, Doc, I, I agree with you that what we are, the the primary purpose of our podcast, in my opinion, and maybe you have a different a different take on this, in my opinion, the primary purpose of our podcast is to entertain people with questions so that when they're driving in their car or they get out of their car and they're on with their day and getting their coffee or, or their commute or whatever, after they've listened to it, they go, man, that, that's a really good idea. I want to talk to somebody else about this. I want to do a little bit of research on my own to see to see what this is. But I don't think either of us are, are saying this is car talk like on NPR. I think we're, I think at base, we're giving our opinion, our form of the truth. And I think that that's what Joe Rogan is doing too. I don't think that, that his, that I think there are people who follow him and want his truth. But I think that's the line. And I think that's the problem today. The problem today is that there's so many voices out there and there's not a librarian saying, the Marine and the Hippie is over there in it's nonfiction because we've, we fact checked it and all of the things that they say seem to be aligned with the truth. And the Joe Rogan podcast, that's over in fiction because the, the things that he says are not true because that's the difference. There's nobody doing that. So the bigger question that, that I have, and this is the big question that I have is does Google, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Spotify, Twitter, have an obligation to take over the role of being the modern day decipher of the code of the librarian to decipher between what is truth and what is real for the for the common man. Uh, one thing to clarify is the the main difference I would say between us and Joe Rogan is you know and I'm going to put Joe Rogan on our level. I'm going to I don't want to like twenty million listeners, well, but you know we're well, only missing a few. Yeah, well, that's not the main difference though. The main difference. In, in terms of substances, he's selling commercials. That's what his job is. Our job is not to sell commercials. Our job is to have a, a dialogue and a discussion, which may entertain people. They might find it very entertaining, or, or, or back and forth. Uh, they might find that really entertaining. They might find the, the show enlightening. But we're not primarily performing an economic function right here. 
And a librarian isn't either. A librarian doesn't perform an economic function. Google performs an economic function. Twitter performs an economic function. And that economic function is the same as Spotify, is the same as GM, is the same as Walmart, which is to, is to provide a return on investment for their shareholders. That's what the function of Google is. That's what the function of Spotify is. That's what the function of Twitter is. It's not you know, some noble thing to spread knowledge and make everybody wiser and make our society better. That's like an ancillary thing that they may or may not ever do. The primary and sole function of a corporation like Google or Twitter or Spotify is to return uh, money on investment for their shareholders. And that's it. So if I hear you correctly, and this might be one of the times where I found out that I'm wrong, that because we are not out for economic gains because we're not selling and we're not obligated to investors or to advertisements. We could actually say that because of that, we are actually closer to being uh, a show of truth as opposed to a show of story or a show of alternate truth. Uh, maybe and maybe not. I don't know if that's the criteria that we should use to determine whether or not someone should be should be believed in we might have a little bit more integrity because we're not chasing money that's that people would have a better reason to believe what we're saying is the truth because we're not trying to sell you something so there's a another basis of trust that people can have in us that we're not trying to go out here and sell you penis pills like joe rogan does or you know what he calls you know supplements you know like what he does or or what uh what whatever that fellow uh, alex jones sells every single you know five seconds of his show uh that's what those guys exist for they're they're there to make money and they might prevent provide some entertainment along the way the same as a movie theater uh experience provides entertainment even though they're there to sell you uh, popcorn and they're there to sell you you know movie tickets and that kind of stuff that's you you, you buy the ticket and you accidentally get the movie that goes along with it that's basically what you're doing at a movie theater with marine and the hippie i think that people might have a reason to at least trust that we're not trying to bamboozle you because we don't kind of have any incentive in doing that. There's no reason why we would. Whereas, you know, for example, Google, who has to pay their, their investors back and that kind of stuff, they might go with the sponsor that pays them the most money, which might be a complete, you know, lying uh, operation. So we come back from uh, break. We'll continue with the death of the librarian with season two, dialogue five. See you after break. Hey, this is Doc. And this is Dylan. And you're listening to Marine and the Hippie. Welcome back to the Marine and the Hippie, Season 2, Dialogue 5, The Death of the Librarian. I'm so glad to have you guys listening. Um, I'm having a lot of fun this season, kind of coming up with the ideas and kind of trying to have a little bit more of a dialogue and a little bit more energy for our listeners. So today we're talking about The Death of the Librarian. Oh man, it's so sad that, we, we, that we're killing this profession. And we're not replacing it because this is something else I've been thinking about connected to this topic, cheating. So let's take, let's take the Lance Armstrong story, right? The guy cheats. He's got, he's got seven, seven tour victories. He cheats and he's found out to be a liar and a cheat. Now that's no longer truth. He sold his book you know, uh, his book, and it was filed into nonfiction. It was filed as truth because it was his autobiography, you know, um, about being a cyclist. Now, does that book have to be moved over to fiction because it becomes a story because the basis of it is a lie. 
And this has happened a lot of times, including with Running with Scissors, I believe, a book that Oprah had pushed in the in the 1990s as like this this amazing beautiful book about a man who like helped with education and then it turned out that he was a liar so that's the problem that i'm having the problem that i'm having and and why the, this is such an important topic is that it it seems like these there, there seems to be these lies thrown out there as fact and then we buy into them because they're coming from a credible source they're coming from an alec baldwin or a kyle rittenhouse or a Joe Biden or a Donald Trump, Joe Rogan, wherever they're they're entering into our heads, we're taking them as fact because they're being sold as fact. And then when they're undermined and the 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 rug is pulled out from underneath them, there's there's no addendum saying, "Hey, no, this is no longer fact. This is now fiction. This is now a story. This is now a lie." Instead, these these lies are just kind of built upon. And that's a problem because the librarians, if they had AK-47s and bazookas, would be like, yo, <laughs> blow the shit up, break it down and say, no, this is actually a lie. This is this is a lie. And we're moving on with our day. So an- another thing that the Lance Armstrong you know, doping business uh, caused me to think about was that this week there was a big scandal at the Olympics with regard to this 15-year-old fi- uh, figure skater who was she was uh, found to have been using a controlled or a banned substance in December. Uh, the committee that was overseeing the, the you know, the doping uh, business in Russia uh, suspended her from uh, competition and also from participating in the Olympics. That information didn't get to the Olympics and she was allowed to compete within the Olympics. Uh, and then they found out that she had been suspended in December despite the fact that she had repeatedly tested clean while in Beijing during this Olympics. So uh, she had been found to have been using this stuff in December. Since then, she's had a number of clean tests where she isn't using the stuff. Uh, she skated a, a flawless performance in uh, in Beijing, if you watched it on, on the Olympics. And then this you know allegation this came to light where she had this uh, doping uh, suspension. So they said that she shouldn't have been allowed to participate in the Olympics in the first place. You know, uh, on the one hand, I can see that that there has to be a consequence for using this stuff. On the other hand, and there is a big other hand, I'm a 45-year-old man. I'm not using any kind of banned substances, but even if I was using all of the banned substances, I couldn't do a quad spin in the air like she can. Under no circumstances could I ever do that. I don't have the body type. I don't have the background. I don't have the training. I don't have. I didn't start when I was six years old figure skating. But if I get onto a, a, a pair of ice skates, I will fall flat on my face and break my teeth. And I know because I've done it before uh, a couple times. And so, I could use all of the banned substances. I could use every single steroid, and I would never be able to do a tenth of what she was able to pull off while she was clean, technically, here at Beijing. So should she be punished for that? Should that 15-year-old figure skater be punished for that? That's that's a question. Yes. Why? Or not yes or we should just get rid of professional sports. Maybe we should just get rid of doping laws and let everybody dope. Sure, one or the other. Like I agree with you. One one or the other. Either let's let's create because again, the death of the, the librarian. It's it's not the death of the librarian, it's the death between what is fiction and what is nonfiction? What is what is truth and what is lie? So if we go into a game, football, baseball, cycling, uh, ice skating, 
skiing, snowboarding, whatever the fucking sport is. I don't, I don't care. Take it and say, do you want to go to a rigged game? And if you want to go to a rigged game, that's cool. That's fine because it's more entertaining. Take a look at WWE. We've talked about it before. Doc has, has written about it before. That is a rigged game. It's, it's, it's sport. It's fun to watch, but it, it there's no truth there. So if we're gonna if we're gonna allow people to dope, and we're gonna say yeah, just just allow them to dope, that's fine. But if we're gonna say hey, we're not dope. This is this is a clean sport. This is how you. This is how we're buying into it. Then they're cheating. So we either have truth or we don't. And if we don't have truth, let's fucking burn the shit down, Doc. Okay, we we can't say though that the drug caused her to do the quad. The drug did not allow her to do do the quad, and as a matter of fact, she was clean uh, while she did the quad. And also, other female figure skaters have not been able to do that in competition. And so, we could say that she has some ability on her own besides the drug, because she wasn't using the drug at the time. Why not give her credit for it? I agree with you. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not disagreeing that she doesn't have talent. I'm not disagreeing that Lance Armstrong doesn't have talent. I'm not disagreeing that Sammy Sosa had talent. I'm just I'm just disagreeing that if we're if we're selling the Olympics as a clean sport as a, as a clean play and it's not then how can you file that into into the category of this is true sport because it's not it's not fair to the viewer because it is a lie because it's it's built on a fabricated lie that's all I'm saying I'm not saying we're not talking about talent. We're talking about again what is truth versus what what is a lie and what is being sold sold to us and how it's being ex- accepted. And that is really the message of our show is that the system isn't fair, and we can only make a system that's fair if we know the difference between we know the rules. And if the rule says there's no doping and they're doping, well, why why are we paying taxes? Why are we paying by the rules? Because it's not a fair system. You know what they say: life isn't fair. I mean, we're constantly playing with an uneven playing field, always in everything. It's always an uneven playing field. I don't, I can't recall a single instance in my life where I've had a fair shot at a job, or you know, a fair shot at any kind of thing in, in life. Uh, either I have an advantage because of my color or my sex and my gender, or I have a disadvantage because of various different things. And so, I'm not entirely sure. Like, I mean, I, I, I can take your point about correctly representing this as either a clean sport or a non-clean sport i i take that point all day the question i have with regard to the to the larger issue of the show is you know if we're getting rid of librarians you know who's going to replace them Uh, we can't trust the private sector to do it because the private sector is only out for money Uh, and so we don't really have a lot of replacements for that and that uh, does that mean this is a purely rhetorical question does that mean that truth is obliterated then? The truth doesn't have any meaning at all. And at that point, what's the point of playing by the rules? You know, it, if there is no truth, then if there is no truth, you can't even make an intelligible statement. You can't even say there is no truth because that's a true statement. To say that there is no truth is a truth statement. Uh, and if you say there is no truth, therefore it's a paradox. And so I'm not really entirely sure like where we are, where that leaves us as a world. Um, yeah. Don't have any and that, 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 that is the question. Is truth has has truth been flushed down the toilet along with the librarian? Oh, I hope not. I love librarians, but I love librarians too, and I love libraries. So that that's that's what we that's what we want our listeners. That's the question to ask yourself. Like the reality of that is pretty grim to contemplate. So let's leave it on this note. 
go to your local library and thank your librarian. Your librarian works very hard and she's she's quite obvious she's quite usually a volunteer of some sort uh helping the library out trying to make sure you can find your choose your own adventure books uh whenever you're looking for them so go go thank the librarian today and uh this is marine and the hippie uh, i am the marine and i'm here with the hippie and you can check us out of course as always on social media or marine and hippie dot com and write us an email write us on twitter all this good stuff. I'm the Marine. I'm the Hippie. And we'll see you next week. Ciao! You're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. I'm Dylan. I'm the Hippie from Turkey. And let me just tell you, Kolai Gelsen, may it be easy. Peace. For more information on The Marine, follow Doc at Supernova underscore Earth on Twitter and listen to the Supernova Earth Show on Spotify. For more information on The Hippie, follow Dylan at Gezi and Me on Twitter and read his blog at observationsfromthespectrum.org.